Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. And we're back. After a break that was much too long, you are now listening to episode 15 of the Mud Talk podcast. And boy, let me tell you, this is quite an episode. In my opinion, it has been packed with some of the most helpful thoughts I have read yet on the Mud Talk discussions. But that may be because pricing my work is something that I'm still trying to figure out. So get excited if you are in the same boat. But first, a couple news items. I just wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who has listened to or shared or done anything to support the Mud Talk podcast in any way. Just before recording this episode, I took a quick look at the stats. In July, there were over 1,800 downloads, and then in August, we had over 2,500 downloads. So we're at over 8,000 total downloads since episode one was published in February. And that just blows me away. So thank you so much just for giving this thing a chance, and especially to all of you who have shared your thoughts. I know the last few episodes have had some long breaks in between, but I hope to get back into a more regular schedule. I've had some big things going on this summer, and maybe I'll tell you some about some of those things in the future. One upcoming event I'll be participating in is the Michiana Pottery Tour, and that takes place on September 29th and 30th, 2018. If you are located in or near southern Michigan or northern Indiana, it is a fantastic event full of talented potters and ceramic artists. You can get a map and see where the different stops are and find out more at michianapotterytour.com. All right, so I'm itching to get into the responses because they're so good, so I'll save the next announcement for the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. So, pricing our work, uh, the elephant in the pottery studio, so to speak. It can be a little uncomfortable, maybe even stressful for some of us. There are just so many variables, and everyone has a unique situation, so there doesn't seem to be a one-formula-fits-all solution. Hopefully some of these comments that others have shared will give you some ideas about how to make pricing your work a little easier. Instead of sorting the responses like I usually do, I'm just going to read them off in approximate order of when they were made. But at the end, I'll share a list of things that you can consider as you price your work. So let's get to some of the responses to the question, how do you price your work? First off, Billy H. from Facebook said, number of hours plus material and add a little extra because it's handcrafted. Kate P. from Facebook said, There was a very good thread on Potter's Network recently about pricing, which would be worth looking up. Lots of sensible formulas and ideas. So I will put a link in the show notes to the Potter's Network group on Facebook and some of their pricing discussions. Kimberly W. said, I'd love to hear everyone's formulas on how to price their items. 
I love making pottery so much I have trouble putting a price on it. Plus, I look at other people's sites, and sometimes uh, I have to take a second look because the pricing isn't anything like mine. When I started selling my stuff, the advice I got was, charge enough first off so you're not always changing your prices, and make sure to charge enough because it's a competitive field, and we need the pricing scale to stay constant. It's a place to start, but a clearer formula would be nice. Avonlea said, the going market price, for example, a lot of mugs go for 30 to $40, along with personal thoughts about the piece, time, and material. Then add 10 to 20%, that way if it shows in a gallery setting, it's the same price as outside the gallery. Clients then know that's the price regardless of the gallery. Dallas Bradbury shared a YouTube video from Make Something. In the video, you are encouraged to come up with a day rate at minimum $500 per day, then figure out your prices based on your day rate plus cost of materials. There will be a link to that video in the show notes found on expertclay.com. Hunter May Pottery said, I price my work this way so that my online prices roughly match gallery prices. Prices of pieces may vary based on firing process, glaze, and clay body, since some take more time and cost me more resources than others. Anna Augustin Pottery said, I use a base price of $12 per pound of wet clay and adjust upwards from there. So a basic three-pound bowl starts at $36, and that's for a bowl that's not footed. I factor in how many times I handle the pot, footing, carvings, etc. Also, I consider glaze. If I use something other than my normal glazes, I might have to account for any additional costs. I keep my prices the same across all selling platforms. Earth Artem said, I make a wide range of things in limited numbers so I can have price points from very low to very high. Keeps it interesting and pieces more one of a kind. Figure your time and materials. Add a bit for other overhead and try to keep it reasonable. Trial and error. You'll know by how quickly something sells that next batch you can raise the price a bit. After some experience, 20-some years in business, in my case, you get a feel for what price a piece will bring. Still, it's never easy. D. Taylor's ATM said... There are several warehouse pottery dealers in my area. I am a small batch clay crafter, therefore I price a little below their price to add my creations to the retailer's selections. Indefatigable, too, said, I am the same, time, material, and creativity. But then how I feel in the moment really affects it, too. B. Kaufman Art said, Everyone says people appreciate high-priced items because they see it as quality. If you live in the Walmart Midwest, that isn't true at all. I have to sell at a lower price point to even make a sale. It's all about context when selling. Pines and Pottery said, I just can't figure this one out, but I am a total newbie. My friend, Snoo Ceramics, has impressed upon me the importance of not underpricing my work because it devalues my efforts and the efforts of other makers to make a living. She also feels that pricing too low eliminates your ability to get wholesale opportunities that can make money. It's really hard as someone just starting out because I just don't feel confident enough to price too high. So I started pricing a mug at $22 to $25. This last firing, I decided to jump it to $33 a mug because a lot more work went into each mug. And three is my favorite number. This past Saturday, I bought one of Mariko's 
at Forge Studios Wonder Woman mugs for $75, and I wouldn't even blink to spend that much again on a mug she makes. But as another clay person, I can appreciate all the work that went into making that mug a piece of art that also happens to carry my morning coffee to my mouth. The Clay Teapot said, I'm a newbie and haven't actually sold anything yet, but I am working in that direction. I'm a logical thinker, so I needed to create something I could remember and something that seemed fair. Here's what I've come up with. It may change. Charge a base price for any object. Larger size, add $5. Trimming, add $5. Additional glazes used, $5. Or $5 each, depending on design. Carving or other decorations, add $5. Handles, etc., add 5 You see where this is going. Quick to add up in my head. So a regular mug with two layered glazes and a trimmed foot would end up being $25 if the base price was 10 for a new potter. I'm not looking to make a lot of money. This is my hobby. Hope that helps. I'd love feedback on my idea. Forge Studios said, I think a lot about pricing and what goes into things. It's no use trying to compete with Walmart, etc. But if you put more one-on-one love time into, say, a one-dipped wonder in a souvenir shop, then yes, more than 25 should be your starting line for sure. Plus, if you are giving up to 50% to a gallery... You need to seek a price out that makes it worth it just to get up in the morning, right? When I started off, I looked at where I wanted to be price-wise and then looked at my work to see where it was in comparison. When in doubt, ask friends in the business and even gallery owners. Sometimes I find we sort of get blinded by the task and can't see or evaluate straight. Enjoy your coffee. Canmore Pottery said, Ideally, I'd like to figure out my hourly wage. By now, eight years in, I have a pretty good idea of a mug's worth when I see it. I see underpriced cups often, but more creative pieces are really tough. A good mug should never be less than $25. HM Pottery said, Pricing is the difficult part, and there are a few things I consider. Pricing equals valuing our own art, and I am my own worst critic. But I feel if we don't believe in ourselves and our pottery, our buyers won't either. The value of our pieces is reflected in the money we put on it. I also feel that a person's experience, time, and money invested in perfecting their craft should be counted and respected. As I have taken classes, gotten more creative, and my own style started emerging, I increased my prices. I have learned to be more confident in my skill and really believe the value I am putting on my own pottery. Twisted Wood Pro said... I am a newer potter, and at first I just made stuff and gave it away. I know, I know, but it made my heart happy, and that was payment enough. Now I have a website up, and I specialize in necklace pendants. So unlike mugs, I've had a harder time with pricing. I do one-offs at about $35 to $55, depending on complexity and glazes and time, because I still usually make three just in case there is a casualty when sanding or firing. My standard rate has been $25 to $35 per piece, and that includes a tediously handcrafted wire necklace and quality closure. My close friends and family say it's too cheap for what I actually do. However, I think it's more important to share the beauty and get my stuff out there and shown to the wonderful world. I sure don't know what's best or right for everyone, but I would say follow your heart and your dreams. If you live with happiness and love, you'll never be wrong. Ibtis Pottery said, Where I live, people are not much into pottery. 
Sometimes I'm the only potter in the market. My prices have to be low, as I love making pottery. I, I always have loads of it, mostly functional. From the start, I decided on my prices by just looking at a piece and say to myself, well, I think it should be this much. So I ended up by selling dinner plates for $18, side plates $8, cereal bowl or soup bowl $13. I'm not so good with handles, so I make handless cups, usually smallish, $8. Platters are around $30. I might add a very few dollars if I took more time to decorate or special glaze. I do not make much from selling, especially if my kiln is taking time off. Then I must pay for firing. All right, so I saved two responses to the end here because they were some of my favorite. Piper Pottery said, I believe I'm currently using a dartboard and a blindfold. All right, so this may not be the most serious response, but I love it because it helps us see how difficult pricing our work can be. And it's very humorous. And on a more serious note, Clay by Laura said, This is a great question, and I look forward to seeing what other people say. I confess my method is not totally scientific. I take into consideration time and materials, and I also try to account for my creativity. I have one or two lower-priced items that I consider advertising. I believe I need to have an item that any potential customer can afford. Then I try to make them a repeat customer. It does not work every time, but in the long run, has led to future sales. Sometimes I research a little to see what other people charge for items. For me, this is one of the hardest parts of the clay-making-selling process. I love this comment from Clay by Laura, uh, because she considers a number of variables and has thought through why she prices things a certain way. But even after all that, it's still not easy. Alright, so what do you think? Do you have some new ideas to work with when you price your pots? Hopefully you have a little more clarity. I don't consider myself qualified enough to offer advice on pricing your work, but I will say this. Your work and process and situation are not the same as anyone else, so don't feel like you have to price your work a certain way. Figure out what works for you. There were a few resources mentioned, and I'll have a link for those in the show notes. Go to expertclay.com and click on podcast in the top menu to find a list of episodes. And then you can click on each episode to read the notes. And here's another resource you can get your hands on. I've written an article at expertclay.com that lists 13 things for you to consider while you price your pots. You can read the article to get a little more detail, but the list includes things like your expenses, your time, your financial goals, your creativity or uniqueness, your experience or expertise, your market, your customers, the price of similar products by other people, other potters, the pottery community in general, the economy, the purpose of the piece you are pricing, it's kind of a tongue twister, and it also includes supply and demand, and your overall philosophy. So go to expertclay.com and click on blog in the menu to read more about each of those ideas. And now for the big announcement before we close this episode. Okay, maybe it's not big, but it's something that I think is pretty cool. If you didn't already know, I've designed some pottery shirts and have sold them through Instagram and potterymakinginfo.com. I've done that for a little while now. 
But now I have launched a site dedicated to nothing but pottery shirts. You can find it, of course, at PotteryShirts.com. And now you can get a better selection of shirt styles and even more color choices than before. I still need to make a few small fixes and organize some things, but you can actually order yourself a new shirt as you listen to this episode. And I'm currently working on a new design made just for the listeners of this podcast. I should have it ready by the time you listen to this, so go over there and see if you can find the new design. If you need a hint, just listen to the very end, like the last few words of every Mud Talk podcast episode. So head over to PotteryShirts.com, and you can take advantage of a special site launch discount. Yes, for a limited time, to celebrate the new site, you can save a few dollars on every shirt that you order. And remember, every purchase helps support this podcast and PotteryMakingInfo.com and ExpertClay.com. So thank you for all your support. In our next episode, we'll find out what one skill you would like to increase the most. So, until then, good luck pricing your pots, and stay muddy. <laughs>